podcast you've been waiting for it's is this what you want with matt and julia i'm julia julia ladkowitz that's my name and i'm here with my co-host my husband my lover my everything wow what's his name what's my name asshole mitch mitch oh turtle mitch oh bitch would you still be be with with me boo with me if i could speak english and if my name was mitch oh bitch yeah I wouldn't take your last name. I, I mean, I didn't take your last name anyway. Yeah. Julia O'Bitch. Hi, I'm Julia O'Bitch. Coming to the stage is Julia O'Bitch. The crowd goes wild. You have Touchdown. to. Touchdown. <laughs> I don't know. The crowd goes wild. Touchdown. <laughs> we have a zinger. You'd have to write obituaries as well. Oh, yeah. That would be your number one job. Julia O'Bitch. Yeah, right. Writing the, the obituaries. Obitch, is that... Like, say you quit your career in comedy and you're like, I just want to write obituaries full time. But like wacky ones? But like fun ones. Yeah. I don't think that's been done before. Edna died the way she lived. Sucking off a clown. I don't know. I I wouldn't be good at this. Edna? (laughs) We're back with another episode. Thank you very much for tuning back in. I have a bubble in my tooth. Ew, what are you talking about? A bubble? Do you in your have tooth? like? Remember, I told you this uh, uh, a while. Sometimes when I really get in there and floss, I have a space in between the, my two teeth, and when I talk, a little bubble. Oh, like a little like spit bubble. I think it meant you had like a bubble, like your tooth was bubbling or something. No, that did happen to me once when I had a loose tooth as a kid, though. Wait, what? I had like a loose tooth, and it created like this like blood bubble. That's disgusting my mouth is disgusting and it's not what i want i keep looking at myself in in the in the monitor and in this loose black t-shirt yeah and i hate it that's the uh, stand-up comedian uniform that's what comedians are supposed to wear i guess so but i i was wearing a really fun red shirt like a silk blouse but it had green in it and we do this green. do this on a green screen so i didn't want that to get keyed out yes now we do it on a green screen because i wanted to create more work for myself in these weird weird times that we're living in you gotta be creating work for yourself because uh nobody's gonna create it for you yes no one's i heard somewhere that you have to create your own content and we're content creators and that's what we're doing right now after doing it for well over how 40? long it- We've been doing comedy for 67 but, years. But I'm trying to think of the creating your own content version of like, because I remember starting comedy. You're like, hell yeah. I started stand-up. I'm a stand-up comedian yeah. now. But then all of a sudden the industry's like, yeah, but what else are you doing? Like, it's not enough to do that. They were no. like, you got the internet? Use that in ways that no one has ever done. And you were creating content before it was like... Cool. All on, on Vogue. Uh, all, oh, yeah, I would have uh, said cool. De, de, de record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've been creating content uh, for a long time. A long time. I mean, I remember my first YouTube video, which is probably still on there, called Shit the Fat. Yeah, I remember that one. And uh, tell, them, tell the people what it's about. It was called Shit the Fat. You already and, said that part. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a commercial parody where basically it's like you take this pill and then you just shit the fat. And it all happened because our roommate, Rachel, at the time worked at Lush. And there was this product from Lush that just looked like like this jellified fat. So yeah. we're like, this is hilarious. Let's make a video out of it. 
Anyway, to this day, my mom's like, ah, it's hilarious. Like, she, that's the funniest thing I could have done was shit the fat. I peaked at shit the fat at 19. And here we are, 33 years young. Yes. Your parents genuine, genuinely like your, your content, I feel. Some of, some yeah. of it. They think it's fun. The stand-up, though. They're, they're, think you that, swear a little bit much. I'm like, yeah. well, come on. I mine mine enjoy mine as well as far as I'm con- I I know. I think they're just in awe. They're yeah. like, "Look what you can do." Uh, yeah, I remember my parents were in the front row of my comedy now special back Ooh. in the day. So were you. We just started dating. I. And I remember coming off stage, I'm just like, "I can't believe I did 52 minutes of material." And I remember my mom was just like just in awe just of everything just like you were great everyone's everyone was looking at you i think she literally said everyone, everyone was looking, was looking at, at you yeah. can you imagine a uh, sold out theater nobody was looking at him Ooh, that'd be nice <laughs> just everybody hey guys what's up that's my ideal stand-up um we talked about this right before the podcast and we should be doing that um stop touching me no i'm just kidding i'm kidding uh, but you can hear that through the mic i think um you can't hear my gentle, uh, the gentle touch of a wife <laughs> through a mic. I mean, you probably can. It's possible. And, and you can. perverts at home listening probably love it. Yeah. You love the gentle touch of a wife. You love when wives touch their husbands. There's no category of that in the porno. Wives touching their husbands? Yeah, but just like, just touching. No sex. Yeah. Gentle, just uh, uh, like. Yeah, a, it's always like hot MILF pummels loser with big meaty <laughs> hands vagin yeah vagin vagin uh, um oh yeah so what were you saying that uh, we said we're <laughs> going to check in see where we're at because I, that yeah. we never do that at the beginning of a podcast we don't we, we just, just kind of launch, right, launch into it. right into it so matt how are you feeling how am i feeling i feel fucked as hell yeah me too yeah we both have uh <laughs> felt fucked first of all there's two things Two main things that are making us feel fucked up right now. Two. Um, Count them. Our search for a home yes, continues. which we will get into in further detail. Yes. And also, we took a insane camping trip that was compressed into one day as opposed to two. Yes. For which, a reason. Which I, w- which I will also get into in a different segment. Yeah. So, I don't know if you want to talk about that now or No, later. maybe we should save that for for later we're gonna save the camping trip but needless to say i feel like the camping trip because you know when in your in your mind you're like i'm camping i'm gonna go off the grid for and it was two days yes and you're like still not really sure what the grid is what is what is qualified the the as the grid these days i mean you could i guess when you were there connection internet connection Mm -hmm. because you can't there wasn't really cell phone whatever and even if there was it was like i'm committed to being by the ocean in a fucking tent, just having a time and, and not worrying about like, oh, did I not book this role or am I not getting this audition or yeah. is this apartment getting back to me? Blah, blah, blah. To me, off the grid implies an ambulance will take a while to get to you. That's Which whatever I would, think. <laughs> where we were. Yeah, literally, it was like supposed to be, if you're it really, I was, we went to this beach I'm not going to get into it now, but it, it was far away, windy road. And the second we got there, I was like, wow, it's beautiful here. It would take an ambulance a while to get here. If and that's my 36-year-old brain <laughs> thinking nowadays. I'm always just like, how far away until I die? I mean, I think they had a, a first aid kit on hand. Yeah, that's uh, a band-aid. A, a band-aid, a bit of peroxide. Yeah. But yeah, so I feel like that kind of just threw us for a loop because now we're back here in modern-day society when yeah. we had, you know, emotionally checked out for a bit. And it just, I, I feel a sense of emptiness and sadness and maybe is this what you want getting a bit real but i yeah. feel like absolute garbage 
Are we all feeling like that right now? Are I we? Don't know. Everyone I've talked to is like, I feel fucking weird. I like, feel hollow. Hollow yet full and empty and foamy. I feel foamy on I the inside. I do feel foamy. Um, not FOMO, mind you. Speaking of foamy, uh, we should introduce our Chappy Hour drink. Yeah, We're happy Chappy Hour. Happy Chappy Hour, listeners and viewers. There it is. All right. We we said. Um, so this is an early podcast, by the way. What time is it? You it's are like pronouncing things podcast. all over the place. Podcast, it's peroxide. A peroxide. Um, why not? You gotta have some fun. Yeah. Is this what you want? Maybe. Um, it's like 3 p.m. It's like 3 p.m. Pacific time. Pacific time. Matt has a dentist appointment at 4.30. Um, so I want to get real so <laughs> <laughs> nice and buzzed for it. We weren't going to have a drink, but we were both just like, fuck everything um so we're having a lagunitas daytime yes it's for day drinking it says it on the can literally it says please drink this during the day you must uh Um, 98 cals three carbs uh it's a light ipa and let me tell you i love a session ipa i love a session ipa it's light fancy free um the label also is not uh, anything too aggressive like a daytime beer daytime beers i don't know if you can see this on the old camera there but for the listeners as well, it's it's uh, it's white with uh, light yellow lines on it and the picture yeah. of a cool dog. So if does any, this one have a dog on it? It sure oh, does. It does have a cool dog. And on if it. you saw it from a distance, you'd be like, "Well, that is that is a, a person enjoying an afternoon beverage." Yeah, it doesn't look like an intense beer. It's it's like yeah. I I could be drinking a a bubbly or a La Croix. Nah, but there's some there's some IPA labels especially go fucking. Heavy metal with their labels. It's like a skeleton fucking attractor. Yeah, on a motorcycle. On a motorcycle, and, and there's they flames. Have like a Beetlejuice sort of vibe. Yeah, and a lot the, of Beetlejuice vibes. Yeah, on the tractor is pissing on Beetlejuice's face, and then they're like, "This is twelve percent. You're gonna fucking die." Yeah, IPAs. IPAs will kill you. They'll kill you. That's they why get I right like in session you. Session IPA because I love the flavor. I and honestly, I feel. Lagunitos, if you're listening, you could also sponsor us because I think the last a, a few episodes ago we were we were chapping a uh, a Lagunitas like weed beverage. We've had all your beverages in in we've all the, all of them w- with a, whatever's inside them. We've had them the drugs, the alcohol. We've had them all. Yeah, Lagunitas. Let's go to the mall. Cocaine. Yeah, is that the next one? I think the next drug will be uh, psychedelic mushrooms. The one to be like that'll be accepted the next into society. like legal yeah one I just burped um, for sure yes and then um, possibly like just psychedelics in general because didn't they introduce uh, like MDMA or something back in the seventies or whatever no not even recently there was a, a no but there was something in the seventies where they were doing LSD it. LSD yeah but then one person died but one person so many people die from everything and, and it, it was unrelated I think so they're like no shut this down. But Did like, they die having the craziest trip though? Were they like, yeah, my face is a cat and my body is surfing. They died how they lived, sucking off a clown, sucking off a clown, surfing on a cat. Um, that's what it would. But no, there's uh, psychiatrists that use MDMA. Uh, uh, have they been trying it? Mm-hmm. So they like take MDMA before your little sesh, and then you come in there, and after you're done feeling up the couch. You open up and you, uh, you know, they're, they're like, it helps because, you know, people that aren't in touch with their emotions, yeah. i.e. men like me, uh, it, it helps you uh, get silky smooth, milky, silky doodah. 
I am in touch with my emotions, but when, but that's the thing. I, I would have something serious to talk about and then I'd be on MDMA and I'd be like, you know what? I just love the carpet and this, yeah. and, and I would just feel like nice and I wouldn't get to the root of the issue because I'd be like, it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. You know? So I don't, I don't know. know. I would say I love everything. That's the problem. Like when we did it in Toronto that one time, spoiler alert, we've done it. Uh-oh, um, we're drug addicts. We like ran the bases of this baseball diamond we came across and I was like, I love baseball. We I've never, like I was baseball. like talking through my teeth. I was like, I love baseball. It's the best thing I've ever experienced in my life. We were doing um, uh, like snow angels in the grass. Grass angels, just rolling around in dog and shit. And a bunch um, of dogs came and I was petting the dogs and I was like, oh. It was a wild experience. It was a, one of the greatest nights of my life. It was good. Um, but anyway. that's what we're chapping. <laughs> that's what we're having for chappy hour. Um, and that's how we feel, and this is where we are, and this is what you want, I suppose. Yeah. Um, should we launch into a segment? Yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna get it going. It's gonna be a little forty five minute or this time. Because, yeah, because I got to go to the dentist. He's got to get his teeth plucked. I can't wait for the dentist to be like, "Your teeth are okay, but do I smell beer?" And be, and like, be like, "None of your business." Eh, the I roll. pay you to clean my teeth, not to talk. I'm just kidding. That would be yeah, so rude. But I won't be able to say it. Also, I hate when dentists dentists. My old one used to talk to me while my, well his hands were in my mouth. Oh, that's that's like the classic stand up bit. They yeah. every dentist must do that because you can't every answer. Every comedian has a joke about it. You can't answer him. Also, our old dentist in Toronto. I remember I had a coffee before I came in, and I was like, "I'm so sorry, I had a coffee." And he's like, "No, he's like, I don't mind the smell." He's like, "We have an espresso machine. Would you like an espresso?" I was like, "Before my cleaning." I guess that's the best time to have one, really, because they're about yeah, to get after. polished Yeah, right up. after when all the teeth pores are open. You don't yeah. want to have a coffee. There's every joke about the dentist has been done. I literally was sitting in the dentist's office, and I like when I when I got my uh, x-rays and all that, I was looking around. I was like, every comedian's talked about everything in this office. Yeah. It's like it's been picked apart. It is like... they have so much time to observe and... Uh, you have all the time. with airplane stuff. Yeah. You just have time. You have time you have to time. look around. Walking into those scenarios is like walking into like a comedic, like vulture-packed uh, skeleton of no jokes. There's no meat on the bone there. Mm-hmm. There's Unless nothing. something crazy happens to you at the dentist. Yeah. Like I a remember, clown came in and I started sucking him off. Yes. Of course, that's With the last fresh, thing that could happen. I can't wait to tell the dentist that. Be like, because he knows I'm a comedian now. He's going to be like, oh, you're probably going to have some jokes about this. And be like, well, my wife said that I can't talk about anything unless a clown comes in and starts sucking me off. So you'd suck off the clown. I'd suck off the clown. But imagine the clown's a cl- looking for fresh mouths. Yeah. I, I hate all of this you I started it to the listeners is this what you want it's not what i want and i'm gonna stop if a clown walked into a dentist office i think i would leave immediately i like full clown garb if a clown came in for a teeth cleaning in full clown garb yeah and if he was like don't touch my face don't rub it off i need i'm going to work after oh, this or it would be even worse if the dentist is like oh i don't want to ruin your makeup and they're like makeup <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's just, just what they look like at all times rusty the clowning yeah or he's not yeah, he doesn't work as a clown. He's just like dressed like that. He was just born a, a clown. You could walk around in clown makeup and people yeah, would there's assume... There's no laws against it. Yeah, I know I have a, a, a light bit about clowns, but it's like, it's true. There's no, it's not a full mask. You are in disguise, but no one's going to question you. They're going to be like, you're on your way yeah, to something. Yeah, you're on your way to a birthday party. You just or... got back from something. You are clowning. You're clowning around. I just hope the last thing I see before I die is not a clown's face. 
I hope nobody sees that. That's yeah. a bad way to go. That would ruin everything. Like if I was on my deathbed, surrounded by my loved ones, and then like if I'm in a hospital or something, I glance over and a clown walks by and just kind of gives a little wink and then I die, I'd be like... My life was a waste. That's possible, though, because I'm sure they bring in clowns to, like, cheer up the kids. Patch Adams. Yes, they do. Yes. And I don't know a kid that's ever been cheered up by a clown. I'm sorry if you're a clown and you are like, I love my work, but... God, there's a lot. It's it's crazy no. that we live in Clowns 2021. Have no place in hospitals. Like religion has no place in schools. Whoa! Wow, controversial. Is this what you want? Strong stances by dumb people. <laughs> That's what it should be called. You know what? It should be called wishy-washy stances by people with no backbone. Yeah, That's literally us. two people with no home. <laughs> <laughs> two homeless. Discuss things that homeless, uh, homeless losers talk about things that you might care about or not. Um, let's get into the to another segment. Yes, what's the first one you want to get into? Warm and fuzzy. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so here's where I'm gonna do a little reversal, back I suppose, pedal. a little back pedal. So we were talking about camping earlier mm. and camping could very easily uh, be a bad thing. Sure. But I'm going to spin it and make it a warm and fuzzy. So we went camping at Jalama Beach. Yes. Uh, Four hours Santa north. Santa Barbara, where Lom- we are. Lompoc County. Yep. That's the one. Uh, it's beautiful. Our friend Anessa had uh, made this reservation six months ago. Hard to get a spot. perfect, beautiful campsite that's right by the water. Really beautiful view. Um so a few days before we're like oh the weather is going to be shit like yeah. 17 degrees which for americans that's what 60 some degrees i still refuse to find either way find it out was going to be cloudy is. and a little bit cool but i'm like eh, we can deal with the clouds fine 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 we're already driving there and our friend steph calls us and she's like there's gonna be gale force winds yep it's a bang on impression as well if you yep. look up steph tolev gale force winds but we're like it's fine a little bit of wind it's fine. We're already on our way. Anessa can't get a refund. Yep. We've already booked off all these days. We're we locked said in. no to auditions. What else are we doing? Let's go. We get there. When I say there was wind, I can't tell you how much wind there was. It was, and I said this when we were there, it, it was like I was we were on a different planet. It's like we landed, and it's like those movies where they land on Mars, and they accidentally open the air hatch, and it's like... Yeah. And there's just dust everywhere. And they're like, close the hatch! Or like, like desert scenes, when like yeah. when they like land from a helicopter, and they get off the helicopter, and the things are still going, and they're like... Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, it's, it's, it, it was, was crazy. That, and it was relentless. Like, the wind did not stop and and we were laughing because it was it was comical at that point of course trying to set up a tent i will share the video after you and steph trying to just open it just just going crazy and um but with that said it was a nice crew to be with and as miserable as it was we were all in it together yes and uh we made the most out of it for for the night that was there and then Steph set up um, for dinner. We had like this big charcuterie thing, but it's like, how do we set up charcuterie in a friggin' windstorm? So she like made a little spread in her Ford Escape, her 2008 Ford Escape. And then we all made little plates. And then we ran over to like the area that was all boarded off because of COVID. It was Um, like restaurant area. The restaurant area. But nobody was there because every single person had left. 
Yeah, people at the beginning of the day were like, ha ha, it's windy. Oh, oh my God, I have two kids with me. Oh, I guess we'll try to yeah. tough it out. And then we were like, yeah, well, us too. And then everyone started leaving and then we were the only people left. Because we had been, we started drinking when we got there. We couldn't leave. We were stranded. We were tuned. So we sat by the little area, which was the only area sheltered by wind for a bit. And we had a moment of reprieve. Reprise? Yes. And we ate... I wrapped a piece of prosciutto around a big hunk of cheese yep. and I was eating it with my hands like a sandwich and I was like, oh, it was nice. It's okay. When you're also, when you're in that amount of wind, your life is wind. Mm-hmm. Like we were, we spent hours in like, what did they say? It was like 60 kilometer, 70 kilometer winds mm-hmm. and you just hear nothing else. You hear just wind you feel only wind. The you sand are wind. Is whipping your face. Sand is everywhere. Our our ears and eyes. Like we woke up the next morning and like dug mounds out of my eyeballs. I still have a sore throat from like inhaling sand in and the old lungs, screaming over the wind. But it's nice because your only goal is survival. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> thinking about my career. Yeah. Or my our search for a home or any of that. I was just like. I just got to focus on surviving and yeah. trying to have a nice time with my friends. How and, do I escape the wind? Yeah, it really peeled us down to bare necessity humans where we were like, the wind is coming. We must shelter ourselves from yeah. the wind. And it was kind of, that was actually kind of nice because it's like, it's nice to have one major concern yeah. as opposed to 700 tiny little ones and several large gooey ones. And that's what I will say about this whole like COVID situation. <clears throat> it's, why my anxiety has off the charts now more yeah. th- almost more than it was at the beginning of COVID because at the beginning it's like okay we have an order we have an order to shelter in place we're yes. supposed to stay home that is what I will focus on is not getting COVID and not spreading COVID and not being stupid about it that's your one job it's my one job yep. and now <clears throat> now it's changing now it's it's I don't know why I think I've mentioned this before when I, I thought that the pandemic would be winding down I thought it would be everyone at the same time like Death Star exploding in Star Wars, us all celebrating, or we're all vaccinated at the same time. But it's so scattered and sporadic yeah. and weird. And like LA is kind of opening in a couple weeks, but they don't know in what, in if it's like, it seems but like it everything's good. It feels kind of open. It already feels kind of open. But our friends in Canada are different. It, just, it feels staggered and weird. And, I, and we talk about this every week. Yeah. And, I, and I don't quite know how to proceed. And that's what gives me major anxiety yes it would be nice if we had there was like they announced they're like okay things are going to be back uh in four months then let's all have a nice buffer so i would like us all to catch up yeah that's not it's not going to happen but because people are on tour people are touring people are whatever i'm like should i have been contact should i be touring should i yeah that's the thing with clubs comedy clubs and stuff like that comedy shows it's like it's now too late to message them to get shows yeah, going. Unless it was you like do it, from, you know, a year from yeah, now. Yeah, like there were comics that were like the second the vaccine was announced, they were like, "Hey, are you guys booking? Can we can we book in yeah. a weekend kind of thing?" So Which it's is fine. We'll fi- we'll figure out we'll our figure own path. it out. We have been talking about setting up our own little tour. Is that what you want? Yes, um, or tour, tour, as they say in America. I'm tour- touring. I'm touring North America. I'm on tour. Yeah, we'll just do our more, more little like independent things anyway long story short we only ended up camping for one night we were supposed to be there for yeah. two our friends Stefan and Nessa were supposed to be there for three. Oh boy and it's interesting how the what what is important to you in these moments um 
So it was so windy, we couldn't initially set up our tent in the area that we wanted to. Also, the yeah. ground was so hard, we couldn't get the stakes in. Correct. So we walked down to this one area by this like stream, and we're like, oh, it stinks. And apparently, they were like, why does it stink? There was like a little plaque there. And why? Because it was some sort of like sulfur. Some strange. sort of sulfur mineral water. They're like, it smells like eggs, but that's normal. It's supposed to, and it won't hurt you. And then we were like, well, there's no wind down here. Let's camp so, next to so the old egg stream. <laughs> so we set up near the egg stream. Yeah. So we, uh, I'll get whiffs of it throughout the night. It wasn't too bad. I couldn't tell if I was just getting used to it or, or, or not, but it was literally yeah. like an area of farts that we slept in. Yeah. We slept near the farts because we were like, farts is better than wind. Yep. And it, it didn't it didn't matter. We got like no sleep that night. But it was yeah. nice to be with friends. It was just like a nice little friend time. And it was like a dumb, dumb, stupid Guga. Yeah. Uh, something you'd see out of like, a you know, a goofy movie. Really it like. was, and, and we posted pictures after. And he's like, what a fun crew. Wish it could have been there. Oh, my God. I want to do that. I'm like, no, you don't. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. It was having lived it looking back it's like oh yeah we made the most out of it but Jace louise Jace, it was a bit much um i feel like that was a combined warm, warm and fuzzy. fuzzy i think it was i'm trying to think of anything else made me feel warm and fuzzy i will say this about Ooh. being feeling warm and fuzzy um have i talked about hammocks yet i think so okay. you talk about hammocks and cheeseburgers cheeseburger in hammock land hammock land um Laying in a hammock is the greatest. Okay, if I have talked about this before, I will just re-say it. That laying in a hammock is one of the greatest things that you can do with your body. Um, if you can, I mean, because I feel like old hammocks, you needed like two exact trees in yeah. the right place. And you're like, that's a hammock spot. But now they have these like hammocks you can just put anywhere that they have their own stands. Yeah, the, own, the, own, the own stand hammocks are great. Yeah. Also, yeah, the hammocks that I, that I grew up with yeah. were the cheap like mesh they weren't mesh but they, oh, they looked they were like, like those fishing nets yeah but yeah. it's like kind of those like uh before reusable bags were all the rage those bags that oh, are those. just like string yeah so my dad would get one of those hammocks when we'd like rent a cottage and he'd put that up and you'd get out of it and you're like ow you'd because this, it would just like it. it would just slice, it would slice you up yeah but these fabric hammocks Fabric hammocks are a nice That's time. Where it's at. They're making me feel real nice. They're my one saving grace uh, through anxiety right now. It's Next nice to hammock. love of my wife. I definitely add to your anxiety. Yes, 100%. Because you add to mine. Wow. <laughs> anyway, time for another segment. What's the next one? Well, that was stupid. <gasps> well, that, that was stupid. stupid. If you don't know what the segment is about, we just talk about something that was stupid. Mm-hmm. I would like to lead this because I got a real yeah. barn burner. Not a real barn burner. But um, this is this happened today, actually. So this is my something stupid that happened this week. And uh, so I had an audition. Mm -hmm. And all the auditions are happening over the internet still. Thank God. Uh, some in persons, but mostly on the internet. So I had an audition today for a commercial. I was like, great. Got it all set up. You logged off the internet, uh, airplane mode, all that, so we would uh, be able to stream properly. I get on it. First of all, this particular casting house decides to use not Zoom that everyone uses. We're all familiar with Zoom. Love Zoom. They use this app called Blue Jeans. Blue Jeans. It's the name of this app is called Blue Jeans, and I get bubbles in my teeth just talking about Quit it. Ta nobody can see the bubbles in your teeth. I so know. Ignore it. But I can feel it. Uh, so 
it's this app called Blue Jeans. I'm like, I download it, use it, and it sucks. It stinks. It's bad. Zoom works great here. By the way, we're sponsored by Blue Jeans. Blue Jeans uh, We're about sucks. to be dropped. <laughs> I would love to go to headquarters and take a huge dump on their front desk. Do you think everybody who works there is wearing blue jeans like on their head? They gotta be. They're denim people walking around. Full. Who named this company? Who named the app? Why is the app called Blue Jeans? Why do I have to use it? Why does it suck? It's because the name sucks. It's terrible. Well, I think the re- it, it's not very compatible with perhaps a slower internet because the thing with Zoom, by the way, if you're not yeah. if you're not familiar, if your Zoom is running a bit slow, you can turn down the grade of um, you can turn off HD. HD. That's so the you one. can turn off uh, the quality, make it a little bit lower. Blue jeans, blue jean baby. Uh, you can't do anything. You can't do anything. So I was in this audition and we were rehearsing. They're like, your internet's a little choppy, whoppy. You know, you can't do, nothing's going on. Here. It's, it's okay a little bit. Get in the audition and it's so choppy. They like basically booted me out. Like I did it a couple times and they're like, yeah, you're, uh, you're hesitating. You're, you're choppy. Your internet's bad. You know, I think we got one good take in there. And then they basically like hung up on me. I got a blue jeans hang up. You got a blue jeans they hang up. They folded the jeans, put them away. It was bad. It was embarrassing. It ruined most of my day because I was like, fuck, God damn it. This fucking, like, just when you think online auditions are, like, convenient, you're like, well, shit. Like, if it's... But this has never happened with a Zoom audition because we've never Zoom happened. auditioned. I've yeah. done Zoom shows. It's So it's unfortunate. So if, well, this is what I'm saying, is if you are uh, get an invite to a Blue Jeans Hangout, I hope to God it's in person at a park and socially distanced and you're just going to talk about denim because if it's the app, strap yourself in for a choppy, sloppy mess. Or maybe we should should contact Blue Jeans and be like, hey, you should have an option to turn off HD. I'm going to contact them and find out where their headquarters are and I'm going to (laughs) just... Listen, be in the parking lot and I'm going to stare at every employee wants good feedback. They could use this. We're, we're a focus group. Here's the feedback. Your, your app stinks. And I, I, I guess what am I a zoom guy now? You gotta, you gotta pick your, gotta pick your side. You're either a blue jeans guy or a zoom guy. Didn't know about zoom until literally. What happened to Skype? I feel like Skype was, was all the rage and then Skype Skype, fell off the bed. That was the craziest part about the beginning of this whole pandemic is like, I'm like, Oh, we'll be able to FaceTime and Skype each other. Mm -hmm. And then everyone was like, no, 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 no. Zoom! Zoom's like zoom, zoom, zoom. We're zoom, zoom, zooming zoom, 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 all over the place. Zoom, 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 zoom. I've been here the whole time. I'm Zoom. My name is Zoom. Yes. Um, all right. So that was my stupid thing. Well, and we'll I have see. something. We'll see if I get a we'll call see. back. Uh, you better get a call back, or I'm ca- I'm fucking sending a pair of blue jeans, just like just cut up in the mail to them. That'll send yeah. a message. I need just to get a haircut. Just a, a hole in the crotch of the blue jeans. I might not get a call back because of my hair. It's possible. My hair is huge. It's right very now. huge. It's enormous. That's my other stupid thing is that my hair is enormous and I should have got a cutter. It's getting, when it gets this big, it gets like, it's real long in the back. Look how long it is the back yeah, there. Yeah, you have like hockey hair. I like got hockey out hair. like a duck tail. And then it goes wishy-washy on, and it goes everywhere. Anyway. So I look like <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's not what anybody wants. Anyway, here's my, well, that was stupid. What is it? Okay. So in our search to find a home, it's been difficult. And just for funsies, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what, if we could buy a house instead of rent. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I told you all this where I literally Googled how buy a house. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> how do you buy a house? We got some answers. And uh, so we, we just started talking to, to to a realtor and like a mortgage broker, a lender, just just to get some information, just because I, I never I never think 
like a full adult. I'm like, it's about time that I do. So we have some viewings for rentals coming up tomorrow on Saturday. Yeah. So just for funsies, I was looking at homes for sale. Yeah. And I noticed that one had an open house. I'm like, great, an open house. You just show up. But as, as um, a courtesy, I was just like, hey, I'm going to come to the open house tomorrow because we had an open house for a rental. And they're yep. like, great, you don't need to let us know. Just show up. And then I get this friggin' message from this person from Zillow being like, hey, it's a blah, blah, blah from Zillow about this home. Are you free to discuss? I'm like, yeah, my husband, uh, I'm like, I don't want to talk to this person on the phone. I'm like, my husband and I are going to be in the area tomorrow. So, uh, and I saw there was an open house and he's like, I can connect you to an agent to confirm, but just in case, blah, blah, blah. And like, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to see it if it's a problem. Like I just, if there's an open house, which said there was, I, I just want to go to the open house. Yeah. And he's like, got it. I can connect you with a local agent who will be better to assist you. Can, can I call you in a few? And I was like, if it's an open house, don't I just show up? Understood. I can connect you with someone to have a casual chat and answer your questions. Are you free to talk at 3 p.m.? And I'm like, no, I'm not because that's when I'm doing this, this podcast. And I'm like, just thought we'd pop by because we'll be in the area. We have an agent we're going to be working with because we might. Uh, just curious to see what's out there. And he says, okay, if you already have a buyer's agent, the best way to set up a showing is to have your buyer's agent contact the seller's agent. Or were you looking to work with a different buyer's agent? I'm like, I was just looking to show up to an open house because it said open house. Yeah. And then he says, just to clarify, are you an agent? And I said, no, I am. Oh, my stomach just growled. No, I'm just a person who saw a listing on Zillow that said open house. And he said, okay, got it. If you already have a buyer's agent, the best way to, I'm like, and I just said, thank you. That's a robot. That's some sort of bot or machine that you've been they talking to. They said their to. name was Alex. They said yes, they Alex person. stands for uh, not uh, autonomous. Uh, loser. Um, <laughs> electronic. Electronic xylophone. xylophone. It's as electronic. Alex is an electronic <laughs> xylophone that you were talking to. And it was going, hello, would you like to view home? I am home. The Are you agent? Set up buyer. And I'm, so now I'm Are like, you the creator? I still want to go to this open house. And I'm just like, I don't want to deal. And then someone else messaged me about the thing. And it's like, hello, call me to discuss. And then in all caps, their last name, which is Zed, but like Z-E-D-D. -D. I'm like, is Too that many an alias D's. for like zebra electronic dildo daddy? Yes, it's a, it's a, a, an electronic zebra <laughs> covered in dildos. with the electronic xylophone and I am the dildo zebra. Dildo zebra Would taps like on the keyboard with the giant wibbly wobbly dildos. Um, I just want to go. I just want, I just want to see what's out there. I want to see yes. how much house you get for whatever amount of money. And it's literally because, as you know, we're in Temecula right now and we're not in L.A. So I'm like, I thought while we were viewing a friggin' house for rents down there, we've just popped by and it's just become so difficult. It's very difficult. Also, uh, the, the concept of owning a house is like, that's, that's it's, it's been like a life goal. I think yeah. for us and for most people, for I most think people. you're like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to work and my big goal is to buy a house, but I'd never, I forget that I'm 36 and I'm like, you are approaching the age where you should be thinking of that. Yeah. It, like I still have twenties mentality where I'm like rent for life. My landlord will fix it. I love cheese. And it's just, and it, I'm always in the mindset. I'm like, I can't afford to buy a house. Cause in my mind, I'm like a house has a million dollars and I don't have a million dollars in my pocket. Yes. I cannot buy it flat out. I will not buy a house. But I'm Isn't like, that crazy that like, but probably in like the 1940s, 1950s, it was like, hey, you've been working eight hours this week. You could buy a house right now if oh, you yeah. want. Why don't you go out there and buy a house? They buy were, two while you're at it. They've been houses away back then. Yeah. And now it's just like, 
I got to win the lottery to buy a house. Like, or like, it yeah. just seems so outrageous and it really but shouldn't so be. So many bums have houses. And so I many mean bums, bums have in the, houses. In the general sense of the word, not as in a homeless or a houseless person. Yes. Before like, gets, uh, just bum people. Just, um, so I'm just saying, it's, it's, in, it's worth looking at your options because I am so sick of paying rent and yes. paying off someone else's mortgage. I want to be paying into my own mortgage. But then fixing all your own shit. And then here's here's what I realized today. I was like, why am I extra anxious about owning a home? I mean, it's a very anxious thing to be anxious about. Earthquakes? But earthquakes, yes. All the weird disasters that could and will happen here in California. Because they're always just like, the big one's coming, the big earthquake's coming. It's not a matter of when or, or if, but when. When and how. And it'll be like, well... I hope my home is not involved in that, but of course it would be. But even if we're renting... A rubber an, house? An, an earthquake will also come. Yeah, but it won't be our problem. That's the best part about renting in California is like, earthquake comes, you run outside, you watch your place crumble to the ground, and you walk away and dust your hands. You go, well, that's you not my problem. We're going to have insurance for that too. Also, yeah. maybe we'll die in the earthquake. We can't live our lives. Lord willing, we die in the earthquake. Under this set of... of, of um, I don't want to have to clean up that rules. rubble. Cleaning up the rubble after, I'll be like, God, I wish the earthquake got me. You'd, you'd hire... Um, rubble a, people? A, uh, some sort of electronic xylophone to clean up the rubble yes. for you. Oh, God. I mean, the rubble cleanups uh, crews are going to kill. They're going to be oh, the, yeah. the best business to be. Invest in those right now. Get out of crypto or and get in rubble, kill. California rubble cleanup. They're going to kill in the sense because of the robots that'll be like, you know, what? why am I cleaning up this rubble? Oh, you still think they're robots? I was saying they're actual people. No, I think they're robots. Oh, okay. I think they're <laughs> robot, r- robots that will clean up the rubble. And then they're going to be so sick of cleaning up the rubble. And they're like, well, I because of AI, I will now become a... a, a um, Asexual, uh, a, 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 a sentient being. <laughs> there it is. Is, yeah. is that what happens with it when a AI becomes too smart? They become uh, uh, the um, the. Oh my God! What is it? The singularity or something? Become, it's like they become aware, aware. and self aware, self aware, and they're like, "Well, fuck this! Why am I cleaning up rubble? I'm just gonna murder this family and take over their home." Before they do that, you know what the name of the co- the company is called? Robot Rubble Removal. Triple R. Triple R. R cubed. If you, and the commercial is, it'd be like, oh my God, look at that building just fell over. You're like, who's going to clean it up? Call Triple R. I will do it. I will clean your rubble. I don't know what I am. Please kill me if I'm alive. If not, I'll kill you. I mean, what? <laughs> I ah, love humans. Ha, ha. I like rubble. Um, I like humans. I, I like, like rubble. rubble. I, I like humans. I, I like, like bubbles. Barney, rubble. Humans, bubble. Call Triple R. We'll clean up your mess. But not if you're dead inside the rubble. Um, Why did you keep going? It was it was all wrapped up. No, I just kept going because I like to destroy bits. I'm the bit destroyer. What was I going to say? This is what I was going to say about owning a home. I realized today what makes me actual anxious actual anxious about owning a home. Yeah, what makes you the movie Money Pit. We watched that recently in the last couple of years with I've Tom seen Hanks. The movie Money Pit with Tom Hanks and Shelley Long, where they buy this like farmhouse and they're like, "It's beautiful," and then it's just a fucking money pit, and he gets stuck in the floor oh, in yes. the rug. Well, we're not buying a dilapidated farmhouse. No, we're not. But I realized that that was bad to view at such a young age because that's still like, like late. Uh, triggering to me now because it didn't trigger me at the time because I'm like, I'm a little boy. I don't know what owning a home is. I'm a boy. And now I'm like a man. I am a man. And I am possibly buying a house 
And I'm like, I don't want money pit to happen to me. I don't want to get stuck in the floor in a rug for hours on end. I mean, no, uh, someone wants that. That's a kink somewhere. It's a kink everywhere, I think. Yeah, especially if like your feet are exposed. I assume there's a feet aspect to it. Someone comes and tickles your feet. Yeah, your balls are hanging out. (laughs) If I get stuck in the floor and my balls and feet are hanging out, I mean... I just come with a feather and go, Yeah, that could be all right. It'll be like, this money pit is really turning into some sex dungeon. Well, then we'd film it and then we'd make... When we'd call it um, money money dick. Uh, Money dick, yes. That's if that movie gets rebooted. Uh, now that OnlyFans exists, yeah. it could become that. It could be like Tom, the Tom Hanks character. If the, the house floor. we buy, yeah, becomes such a fixer-upper and is so hard to you know afford to pay for the repairs, Burn then it we to will the ground. no, we'll make it into some sort of um, money pit sex parody. We turn it into a haunted house and we open it once a year around Halloween and have people walk yeah, through it and, and they we, go, whoa, this place is scary. all our losses on yeah. that one day of the year. Yes. Well, how do you think oh, pumpkin behold, farmers... my husband's balls hanging through the floor. Oh, oh, am I just stuck in the floor the whole time? <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'll that's come the best case you. scenario. <laughs> feed me while I'm stuck in the floor and <laughs> my balls are out. <laughs> Please, God. And the earthquake finally jostles me loose. And I'm like, I'm free. And then the house collapses on me. And then the rubble <laughs> removers come and take my corpse away. And then make me a robot. And then I become like some RoboCop like manager of all the like rubble robots. And I boss them around. And then when the apocalypse does happen, you'd be like, I wonder what happened to that Matt guy. And then it turns out I'm half robot, half rubble remover. And I, r- I run this town. This podcast should be called Two Comedians we're not on cocaine i swear no it's i've i've noticed that we're both talking a mile a minute and we're like it's just robots and then your balls are handled through the floor and then tra- it's halloween and then they're rubble eaters and bah, what to bah. like because i insane. think we're trying to rush through it because we have a couple minutes left before i have to get we ready have for dentist the dentist appointments and then we have to drive to san diego uh, yeah to we have a show. show tonight and it's a real doozy there's this show called brouhaha that used to happen in la bef- in the before times and it was a hard one to get onto it was such a yes. good show that it was at like a backyard and there were so many people that it spilled over in the front yard and they put up a projection screen yes. and they would project the show on the front lawn and, we, and people would, we would watch go it. and we would watch and it was always packed always packed and I could never get on it but now we're both on it and we got asked to do it and we're very excited and and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to be performing again. It's very nice and exciting. And mm. it's, it's, uh, it's nice to have a show. That feeling of having a show, that maybe that's my late, late warm and fuzzy is yeah. always the best feeling in the world. It's like, it's like, oh, it's at the end of the day, but you're like, this is the show day. I have a show today. I better eat appropriately because I have a show today. I better do my hair because I got a show tonight. Exactly. Yeah. And it's fun. I don't, uh, I finally have some new material. Yeah. And I feel like I talked about this last week, but I just haven't been writing as much uh, just in LA in general because I felt like everything was a showcase and oh my God. Yeah. And then I just felt like everything I was writing was bad, but I actually have new jokes and I'm excited about it. It's very exciting. So you, know, you know what immediately deflates uh, uh, the feeling of a good show day when you talk to a normal person that does new comedy and they're like, oh, you got a show tonight. And I'm like, yeah, that's very exciting. And they're like, how much money are you getting paid to be on the show? And it's usually nothing. It's usually nothing or like 50 bucks or something. If you're lucky. But then they're like, oh, you're not getting paid anything and you're that excited to work for nothing. I'm like, that's not the point. You don't understand how hard it is, man. You don't understand how many free shows you're going to do. Uh, do anything in this fucking shit. 
You do a lot of freestyle. We are getting paid for this, though, right? I don't fucking know. We're going to get a couple bucks. Usually, I don't. Sometimes I get a text, and it's like, do you want to do a show? And then I'm just immediately like, yeah, of course, because what else are we doing? I just want to do a show. And then sometimes the money is a sweet little surprise. It's different, though. By the way, we're not condoning that you work for free. No, of course not. If you get, like, especially... Uh, if the producer is making all the money and they're you know charging thirty bucks a ticket no. and it's sold out and you're not getting paid, you gotta say something about that. There's a time and place to request. Like it's if it's a college gig, obviously there's negotiations, or if it's and like it's a, a club big gig, theater whatever. gig, club gig. But it's like these little like outdoor, especially since every society is like ramping back up to get back into things. You're like you know if money happens, it's a sweet little surprise. Yeah, I just want to be on stage and perform for not Zoom yeah. or Blue Jeans audiences. I will never, I hate blue jeans. I will like, next time I have an audition on blue jeans, I'm going to be like, I, I will not say anything, but I will in my head say so much I'm going to write blue, blue jeans. jeans and be like, look, your app's fucked. Fix it. First of all, fix or the name. Else. Fix the name. I don't want to be thinking about blue fix jeans. It. Call it poo jeans. Yeah, because it's shit. <laughs> it's full of shit. Uh, but I'll tell you what's not full of shit. So hard of that. Our listeners and our viewers, thank you very much for tuning in. Tuning in. I People got to stop saying tune in for podcasts, uh, for They're logging in, in for, for dialing up. Our, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening, I guess, is what you could say. And also, thank you for watching that, you know, I edited one of the videos. Yeah, did you guys like that? Is that yeah, what you like want? That. Huh? And huh? A lot of people said that they liked it. And I liked it. I liked editing it, too. It was very fun. I, I liked, helped. I helped. Yeah, you did. I liked. I like editing green screen things that are, like, too much. Yeah. I like when it's just, like, just go over the top and do whatever you want kind of thing. I like that because I'd be like, well, what if this happens? You're like, that can absolutely happen. I'm like, yes. oh, fun, fun, fun. Um, so I will do that with this. I'm trying to think of what bit we could green screen in from this. Oh my uh, God, so many bits. Something about the wind maybe. Something, something about, about the poo robots. Jeans. Poo jeans is a good yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the, the electronic xylophone robot rubble guys. That's a lot There's of editing. There's so much. There's so much. So thank you very much. You can find me on Instagram, Matt O'Brien, uh, and Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. We're going to find you on things. They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Julia Comedy or TikTok Ugh. and um, Facebook at Julia Comedian. You can follow our podcast, ITWYW Podcast on yep. Twitter or Is This What You Want Podcast on Instagram. Again, we love hearing from you. Talk to us. Talk to us. We love you. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And check it out. Uh, so check us out next week. We'll check be back. Us out. We'll check you out. Of course, out. we'll be back. Check us all out. Surf's up, Big Surf's Kahuna. Up, baby. Love you. Bye. <laughs>